Okay, I want to firstly start off by saying that I'm very sorry for the extremely late podcast. Pretty sure it's the latest podcast we've ever done. Uh, the first podcast we recorded, as you'll hear probably in the podcast that's coming up now, um, completely messed up. My computer destroyed itself and got rid of the first podcast. The second podcast completely was ruined by the end of it and was unusable. I've tried to salvage as much as I can from it, but this is basically a warning that this podcast is going to be shite. Enjoy! Welcome to the Opium Pulses podcast, season two, episode eight, the finale. Yeah, the set for the second for time. the second time. Yeah. You could have put a bit more effort into the intro. I am Sam, by the way. Uh, Warren, Warren always is, is always exhausted when he starts. When the I podcast, have to do it for the weird. second time, I am. Yeah. Edit the third time. End of edit. I'm just <laughs> so really... tired. Oh, right, I so um. Oh. Right, I don't know. What? Are you alright, Sam? No. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly not. <laughs> Um, so the pod- this is the second time, third time, we've recorded this podcast. We did do it before, oh, I don't know, about a month ago. And again a month later. And my my laptop, yeah, my, my laptop decided to die, and therefore the podcast was gone forever. We tried for ages to try and retrieve the podcast, but it just wasn't working. Spent $80 so, in the process trying to get it. Yeah, spent eight, well, we got that back. We spent 80 quid. I said, where's my podcast? I didn't get it back. Give me my money back. And to my surprise, they said yes. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> and it- so we got got our money back um but yeah so that podcast is gone that was a p- brilliant podcast really happy with it gone forever and then the next attempt fucked up too Whee! yeah and, well, in, and in the me so and in the meantime while they had lost the podcast and before telling me sorry just just before telling me they'd lost the podcast they gave me a heart attack by making me think lewis was dead well that was your own fault really i don't think maureen even planned it if Warren said oh something terrible has happened to lewis then i'd blame yeah, Warren. Exactly. but he didn't he just said sam i've got some terrible he news did. he said sam i've got some terrible news and i thought immediately of you lewis it was just well, how i don't he did know it. why you assume immediately that i because you're the only bastard i know yeah that is true i'm always yeah. worried lewis is gonna die tomorrow <laughs> See? when your brother admits it you know it's true <laughs> anyway, we recorded it. We were podcast, massively right, happy we? with the the podcast that we got. Even even surprised by Sam, who who told a few jokes that were funny. I, I know. know. Right, just to um, sum up quickly before we kick in, this is going to be a sort of nostalgic episode that goes back and puts a twist on some of the first things we did in the in the very fuck up number one. Hmm, there seems to be some missing audio. Warren was going to say the very first podcast here. So forget the, the pilots, because they were very directed at our community. The first ever episode of episode one, this is going to be a sort of uh, retro re-look at it. A reanimation. A remake. Yeah, Pim Pulse's podcast comes back in HD. An HD remake of episode one. Ooh, HD. Yeah. Well, great, have we? Yeah, this one's got achievements as well. And trading cards. <laughs> From now on, all future podcasts will come with trading Trading cards, achievements, and in full HD. Yeah, unless your laptop breaks again. Yeah, all right, Sam, you prick. <laughs> they'll, they'll still get the trading cards from this one anyway. Yeah, we'll just send them off in the post. Yeah. <laughs> if only you could make trading cards. It's all right. It's got online co-op. <laughs> yeah, online co-op. Yeah. Got a bit of multiplayer phone in as well. Yeah. Yeah, it comes with a full co-op campaign as well. Don't be silly. Not really. we've, got, we've only got a tiny budget, man. Yeah. 
What is it, 2p? We haven't got even got that, have we? I've got 2p somewhere. Yeah, I suppose. I think yeah. I've got one somewhere as well. Right, so we've got a budget of 2p, and that's going to be for my involvement, because I'm a bit of a cheap sort. <laughs> it's a royalty for Sam. Yeah, royalty <laughs> for me, you bastard. It's Okay, right. Can I kick off with something that I read online today? Um, yeah, you can do. What is it? Just like a bit of chat? Yeah, just a bit like of discussion. So these obviously are going to be the bits that are different to the original podcast. But we did discuss things, didn't we? Well, in that sense, it's the same then, isn't it? Really? No, I know, but they're all going to be the same features. This isn't. All oh, right, I see what you mean. Uh, so I don't know if either of you have read it. I think it only came out a couple of days ago. But apparently Google Street View car ran over a dog. <laughs> what? And it's been proven by the images. <laughs> so there's just a dog on the floor. How did I know it wasn't just having a lovely sleep? So there's an image of a, of a car driving down the road. Well, not a car, but, you know, the view of the car. And there's a dog in front of it. And then when it drives past, if you look behind, you see a dead dog on the road. No. Oh, that's, uh, oh, shit. That is mental, isn't it? I wonder if they're going to get sued for that. What exactly do you have to do when you hit a dog? Do you have to tell someone or what? Well, if it's owned, you have to stop, don't you? Yeah, but then what? You've stopped, you've told someone, then what? Drive on, mate. (laughs) Well, to be honest, I wouldn't have a clue what to do if I hit something. Yeah, they wouldn't know what to do with you either, drive on or stop. Because you don't drive, do you? No, but, you know. There was actually a time the other day that I was coming home on my bike and it was pitch black outside and I was thinking to myself, like, what if like a deer comes out right now? As soon as I thought that, a deer fucking come out. What happens, Lewis? How the fuck would you hit a deer on your bike? The deer is a little baby deer. What's it going to do, get stunned by your amazing flashing light on the top of your bike? Shit, there's a flashing light, I better stand still. (laughs) Lewis, if you're on a bike and you clip a horse's leg, would you have to... Get the insurance. Yes, feature. I think he would, kind sir. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, I can imagine that. So, uh, yeah. What's your insurance details? What do you mean insurance details? No, I'm not asking a person on the horse, Sam. I'm asking the horse. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's that's all I had for that. Mm. Just so you know, just so you know, I cut loads of stuff there because it was too fun to use in the podcast now. Uh, I, I thought before we start with any of the um, the episode one stuff that we could do the questions for Sam. You know, when we get a new guest on, we ask him questions. Oh, shit. Oh, wait, I didn't uh, prepare any questions. I, I've got some, don't worry. Oh, okay. So I'm going to call the the, uh, the feature Average Everyday Questions for the Special Guest, okay? And th- this is the jingle. Average Everyday Questions for the Special Guest! <laughs> Why do your jingles always get worse? Is that all right? Oh, yeah, perfect. Cool. Sam, are toads just ugly frogs? <laughs> no. No. So toads yeah. do exist. That's what you're saying. Yeah, toads exist. But they oh, are I... fucking ugly. <laughs> that is a sigh of relief. That's that's official, people. Toads exist. Um, If a mermaid came out of the sea and threw a frisbee at you, would you throw it back? <laughs> oh, well, depends what type of mermaid. I mean, if it's the fish off on the top and the human legs on the bottom... I might do, because there could be some fun there. But if it's the <laughs> human body on the top... <laughs> what you yeah, you know, them? just don't look. Keep their head underwater, legs up. Um, if it's the other... <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Sam, you do know this is not the question of if you could shag one, how would you do it? It's... What, um, what do you mean? It could be a bit of fun. <laughs> do you know what? It could be fun. Was all that leg in the air shit? I asked if you'd throw a frisbee back at it. Come on, he was telling you how he would shag it. Yeah, damn straight. <laughs> I think we should move on. 
Uh, Sam, where do babies come from? A stork. Doesn't stork. everybody know that? You know, the stork flies in, drops off the baby, and fucks off again. Just confirming, man. Where do you get them? On ebaby.com or something? Uh, no, I kind of think it just happens. You know, they just <laughs> kind of... A bit... I mean, my son just turned up on the doorstep. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, that must Where the fuck did this come from? Yeah. You're playing a bit of Titanfall and the baby gets dropped off by a giant stork. You should have just tried to send it back, man. <laughs> yeah, where to? Where to? Do you bring the stork company up? Hey, uh, stork, yeah, come back and collect it, you fucker. You could Saying that, do you know what? Actually, playing Titanfall, if my baby came in a Titan, I would not be handed there that thing. Go. That's one baby you would keep, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'll have that. I'll sign for that. <laughs> okay, are octopuses just land spiders? Fucking <laughs> okay, no. do you mean Do you mean sea spiders? No. No. Yeah, you kind of did say it the wrong way around, Warren. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they crawled into the sea and kind of oh, thought, oh, that I like again, it. Shall I? Oh, 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 Yes, they came out of the sea and thought, we quite like this. <laughs> they just came out, become hairy, and turned into spiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they got rid of their suckers. Uh, why isn't hot chocolate just melted chocolate? Because somebody's a cheap bastard. What? Uh, okay, that sums up the world. Okay, and the last one, Lewis. Since you're the editor, I'll let you do exactly what you want with this question. You can leave it in, you can take it out, you can jinglify it, alright? This is completely down to you, okay? You are responsible for this question. Alright? 100%. So if anything happens, you were the responsible one. <laughs> Alright, as long as I've got full control, I suppose. Sam? Yes? <laughs> if your mum was black, do you think you'd eat more chicken? <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, I eat a lot of chicken anyway. I might eat more watermelon, but I don't think I could eat any more chicken. <laughs> oh, Sam made it better. <laughs> you know I can't leave that in. That's fucking ridiculous, Sam. Lewis, your lol hates from episode one, do you remember much about them? Uh, a little bit. Okay. So, what's your view on fat people now? Because I know you were quite upset with them, weren't you? (laughs) Well, I still think they need to lose some fucking weight before they get on an escalator with me. (laughs) For God's sake, it's not changed, does it? Why why would it change? Why would I change my mind? That's how I feel. Well, you might... You might have met one and went, you know what, you fatties aren't too bad. Well, that's never going to happen. Oh. <laughs> How fat are we talking about here? Are we talking about the ones that sit, sit in the mobility scooters? We're, we're talking about the ones that are at least 20 stone. 20 stone, okay. That's Fucking quite a hell. high margin. Okay, well, right. another one of your lol hates was about escalators. Yeah, go on. I told you I'd do some, uh, some, some research on escalators in that episode and we never got back to it. Oh, okay, so you've done some research, cool. All right. It's, there's not much information because... It's a little bit fucked up, really. But escalators have various patents spanning from 50 years. And they weren't invented in that 50 years. But four different patents from four different people were filed within a 50-year period before they were actually made. So a lot of people wanted these. They were loving it. And this was in the 1800s. They wanted stairs to do the job for them. Um, yeah, that's the big fat fuckers we were talking about a minute ago. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the fat. Um, and they started off stairless. Which, would you have loved that? I don't know if you'd have loved that or not. So wait, they were just a flat surface that moved. Yeah, they, they didn't have stairs, so they were just a long, like, bit of... So wait, they didn't go up anywhere at they all? They don't they go up, just, no. Well, people, the, the reason they stopped doing that is because people started falling down. Well, they should, could have surely been at, like, a diagonal angle to go down or up. No, 
Oh, because the fatties rolled down to us and took everyone out. <laughs> It'd be a good workout if you went on the escalator for the path the wrong way. <laughs> be like a treadmill, a free treadmill for fat people. Yeah. <laughs> they can finally lose weight from being on these uh, escalators. And then they can become smaller and I can sneak past them on the escalator. This is perfect. I love this. This is great. <laughs> okay, that gets a big fat thumbs up from Lewis. Okay. Right, well, that's all I've got. I didn't have much time to do research on them. Maybe another well, day. I, I've, I've got something for you. I just read yeah. it. The all shortest right. escalator in the world. Yeah. 83 centimetres. <laughs> what is it for a hamster? No, no. Somewhere in the... <laughs> is it just one step? I, I, it's just it's just three steps. Three steps, 83 centimetres upwards. Why? So is it book the traditional escalator, so the stairs that go up? Yeah, stairs that's go up. That's only about four steps. He just said it was three steps. Three. I think it's three. I think it's three. Let's just let's just have a look. Let's just have a quick check again. Because that is ridiculous. Yeah. Shortest examples, according to the Guinness, the shortest escalator in the world is in the Okadea Moors in Japan, and it is it is a, it is a vertical rise. It's only thirty two point eight inches, eighty three centimeters. Vertical rise. As in, it goes up. Oh, okay. Rather than just like typical Japan. Yeah, it would be in Japan, wouldn't it? Yeah, but well, they're short enough anyway out there, so maybe that's a big one to them. Anyway, so would you like to do a lol hate, Lewis? Uh, I could do. I've got one prepared. Uh, one thing I'd like to say before you do lol hate is that I, I noticed in our older podcasts, that they were a lot more angry. They were very sort of brutal. And we got a little bit... Well, we sort of stopped doing them after a while, didn't we, anyway? No, but every now and then we'd bring an occasional lol hate back, and they just just weren't as, you know... As soon as I start doing the lol hate, you guys (laughs) seem to want to back out. You can't bring me into this, you slag. You guys. I wasn't talking about you, I was just talking in general, you knobhead. Yeah, but I'm talking to you now, so when you say you, it implies me as well, doesn't it? Well, I was mainly talking about Warren, to be fair, but... I'll just just bring the hate back, that's all I'm saying. LOL HATE! Okay, well, my lol hate this week is, um... You've probably had it yourself at one point. Decorational pockets. What the fuck is the point in decorational fucking pockets? Yeah. The, the main problem I have is that they've got the like little top bit there which flaps over, and and then and then that's it. But they could easily just make a little bit extra, and it's an actual fucking pocket. I, I don't really understand. Like, is it meant to be fashion? Like, oh look at that guy over there. He's got fucking seventy pockets over there. <laughs> He's got at least eighteen pockets. I just don't really understand the the reason for a decorational pocket. What's what's it actually doing there? Why why have the little flap that pretends it's a pocket when it's not a pocket? Either have I've a pocket or fucking don't yeah, have one. <laughs> I have worn a few jackets with, with uh, decorational pockets and I always find that I just wish they were pockets. Yeah. Everybody does Warren, you're not alone. I'll tell you what, it's not only you, but the pocket <laughs> wishes it was a pocket. And if it's fashionable for them to be, you know, decorational how are people going to know? They don't know, Warren. That's that's the problem. They they think it's a pocket, so why not just make it a fucking pocket if that's a fucking... <laughs> yeah, I'll stick that in room 101 for you if you want. <laughs> yeah, please do, because it's pissing me right off, mate. Okay. LOL HATE! We're basically doing the features in order of the way they happened in episode one. Although some of the features are fucked, so I couldn't include them inside this podcast. But don't tell Warren, because I said something here that I can't remember. Well, I've got them written down in order, so hopefully we can go through them that way. It's, uh, it's the game review, Lewis. Now, Sam, you may have listened to this uh, episode. I did, I did. When Lewis did the review for 
Binding of Isaac. And um, a few people, <laughs> because it was, I think it might have been the first review we did, or at least the first one Lewis did, where um, a few people picked up that Lewis might not have got a few things factually correct. Well, it was a game review, so you, you, know, you can't really say I was wrong, because it was opinion. You know? uh, wrong, embellishing, just making shit up, you know, just general... Well, I wasn't making shit up. I was just telling you stuff about the game to the best of my knowledge. Well, all right, well, um, thanks for your comment, Lewis, but I, I do believe it's my turn now to talk. All right. Uh, so shut your fucking mouth. All right, um, <laughs> What I've done is I've gone out of my way to pay a Binding of Isaac expert to go over your review. Oh, God. And translate the reality of the game against your uh, verbal bullshit. I was was about to say, so so I did listen to the podcast, so you're telling me that everything he said about that game was basically verbal diarrhoea. No, no, it wasn't, (laughs) Sam. Now, come on. No, it wasn't. It was that was me doing my best to review a game. I think we're going to have to go with this. So, um, big shout out to Bird Cute um, on Steam. He responded to my announcement at the uh, the news group, and he has um, kindly taken hours out of his day to go over Lewis's review and just correct. I don't know some of the bullshit. No bullshit. All right. So uh, he starts with Lewis mentions Isaac falling over at the beginning, uh, the beginning, and people laughing at him. Yeah, yeah. He uh, responds with, "It's an interpretation of Isaac being pushed away from his religious mother, who is trying to kill him to prove her infinite love to God." True fact Sad- number one. Listen, sadly, his only way to stay alive is to jump through a hidden trap door, which is why he's crying. Now, what you said is he fell over and started crying. Well, I don't know, do I? I don't know how he how he ended up on the floor. I just assumed that he fell over. It was me making an assumption. Okay, I'm sorry about that, but that's just what I interpreted from the game. Okay. May, I, may, I, may I make a uh, a quick quick thing? Is uh, Let me guess, Lewis. As usual, you don't watch the fucking cutscenes of games you don't find interesting. Um, Sam, Lewis has never played this. Yes, game. I have. Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> Right, he then goes on to say, the so-called woman waiting for Isaac, with eyeshadow on, as Lewis described, (laughs) is actually a gaper, one of the many enemies in the dungeon. These are walking around, and when they see you, they suddenly become angry and start running towards you, and they look nothing like women. Well, well, I I don't know, do I? I just, I just, again, I was just describing what I saw to me, they look like women. With eyeshadow on, okay? He finishes that with, they're more ugly, angry, and have screaming faces while they walk around. Maybe this is how Lewis sees females. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way he fucking talks about your shit. It's so fucking funny. Oh, I respect his opinion. I love the way Lewis is trying to defend this. I Honestly, he's going to defend this to the ground, you watch. <laughs> of course, of course <laughs> I'm going to defend it to the ground. He's pretty much calling me a liar. I was just reviewing the game. Yeah, but, yeah, but give a... Give a game at least a good review. Point out the good bit. Well, there was there was women with with eyeshadow on, wasn't there? That's I do not good, you psych. <laughs> okay. He then says Lewis also talks about a pair of glasses that help you see through walls. Yeah, I remember them well. <laughs> However, they only open doors to secret rooms that can be found by bombing specific walls or via said glasses. Well, it looks like I found an item that even he hasn't found. Yeah, you know do you mean? reckon? He said the falling asleep with the boss scene. <laughs> There's a vibe of Isaac trembling with fear before the actual fight starts. He is not sleeping with, near, or among the boss. Well, well I don't know, do I? I don't know what he's doing. It's, uh, this is just what I thought was happening. You talk such shit. <laughs> <laughs> so You're being proven so banged to rights and he can't help it. So far, all I've picked up is Lewis 
cannot tell when somebody is having an emotional crisis. <laughs> Maybe I can't, but it doesn't make me a liar, Sam. <laughs> this is one of my favourite bits. One of the weirdest things in the game is how you kill enemies. These flying circles are not in fact yo-yos. <laughs> Tears that deal damage. These tears come from your great sadness of everything and everybody around you. Not a yo-yo. Well, you know, yo-yos, tears, you know, who, who knows what they could have been. <laughs> this is a great bit as well. Uh, there are also shops where you can buy hearts, keys, and other such things. So I have no idea how Lewis found shoelaces or paperclips. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, actually. <laughs> Okay, so that one part is one that might be wrong. One part? <laughs> yeah, ob- I was obviously mistaken there, okay? Oh, fucking hell. It's the-, the way it's written is perfect. Oh, He's- He continues that by saying, I've played The Binding of Isaac for over a hundred hours and never found anything like this. Maybe the developers gave him a special edition that no one else was allowed. Not yet, no, yeah, I remember now, they did. I remember they gave <laughs> me a special one. <laughs> he guessed it, I wasn't going to say... <laughs> Oh, so what? Did they, so they added shoelaces and what was it? Paperclips. Paper. So so they decided to give you a special edition by adding shoelaces and paperclips. Well, it, it's it's a it's a weird game, Sam. Maybe that's what they put in the special edition. You don't know, do you? What's funny? Is Lewis was prepared to admit that was a lie, and then yeah, no, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot it was a limited edition. <laughs> oh fucking hell! Oh oh, sorry, bird cute. I didn't know it was going to go like this. Um. Anyway, he then says, now regarding Lewis's favourite part of the game, throwing a beetle at the boss. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I remember this part again. This is a great part. You better not say this is wrong, because it's definitely not. There are no such things as beetles in the no. game, except if bombs are named beetles, of which they are not. Well, wherever they were, Warren, they looked like a fucking beetle to me, so... It looked like a beetle, did it? Yeah, it did. And I tell you what, maybe that was part of the division as well, Warren. <laughs> yeah, you fucking learned him. <laughs> he uh he sums up your review by saying this this is great. When I was trying to tran uh when I was trying to transfer from what Lewis said to what actually happened in the game. Well I had quite a few problems. For example, I have no idea where he found a car in the game. <laughs> Secret area. Secret area. <laughs> in some cases, his descriptions were so confusing that I doubted he was even playing the game. <laughs> When I figured out he was indeed talking about the right game, I was wondering if he even played the game or was made or his opinion was made up based on screenshots and reviews written about something completely different altogether. <laughs> that that is rude. Well, I very much appreciate his uh, his analysis of my reviews, but you know, maybe I've just played it a little bit more than him. He's you know. completed this game 100% twice. <laughs> All right, well, that's, that's nice, isn't it? Can can we slap him, please? He's talking <laughs> bullshit. Oh man! I I can take critical analysis, Sam, but you know, we obviously had different experiences of the game. You, Lewis, need to say fucking sorry to every single fan of Isaac. That was a nice, very factual, solid review right there, Sam. <laughs> solid review, my ass. That was a solid piece of shit, Lewis. <laughs> Do you know what? Oh. I've never played this game. I've never played this game, but that's pissed me off the amount of bollocks you said about it. It was a very good review, I'm sure. A lot of people appreciated the amount of time I put into writing that oh. Were you stoned? 
drunk. He, he finishes his sum up by saying that it was funny, and in most cases, I was able to figure out what he was talking about. See? Factual review. Every, everyone please be aware that there are not just a couple of rooms in the game, as you might expect from Lewis's analysis. <laughs> One try usually takes a good 45 minutes to complete if you don't die first. I agree. Um, He wanted me to tell people what his personal opinion of the game was, and that is, my personal opinion of the game is quite positive. What I value most is the infinite replayability. You never get tired of this game. All the item spawns are random, and there are over 300 items altogether, so you never play the same item combination uh, in a row. This makes it challenging. Yeah, see, you just said it. There's 300 items. You could easily, you know, have, have missed some that I found. So you're saying that because there's 300 items, he might not have come across the car. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Yeah, and, and the, the beetle. And the paper clips and the rubber bands. This makes it challenging and lots of fun. This game might look hard when you start playing it, but as soon as you get used to it and figure it out, it's a very, very fun game to play. Yeah, I agree. I uh, agree with him. Yeah, definitely. Of course you do. You would do. But you don't agree with <laughs> any of the bullshit he spoke about, but there. Uh, um, I didn't say I disagreed with him. I just said we had different perceptions of the game. My favourite sentence sen- from all of that is uh, now to Lewis's favourite part of the game, killing a boss with a beetle. <laughs> that is just the greatest slide ever. Uh, thank you, BirdCube. You've chosen your two games. He chose um, Murder Miners and RPG Maker, and I'm going to get him another game in the future. So thank you very much for spending the time that you did to... Um, I don't know what you did. What did he do, Lewis? He, he taught me extra things about the game that I reviewed. He taught Lewis about the game that he played, and he taught a lot of people about Lewis. So thank <laughs> you very much bullshit. for that. Have you got we had about half an hour conversation there about Xbox and Titan Fortnite and cut it out because it's totally fucked. He sounds easy about that to sneeze, doesn't he? Go news! Yeah, I have to get a sneeze ready throughout the podcast, ready for good news. That's why we do it later on in the podcast so we can get one ready. Yeah. Um, but this one is going over. I think it was the second goat news we've done because we did one in the pilot series um and it was about um robert newman who was fined for sexual relations with a goat and many other animals ah robert newman yeah you remember him yep well i did a little bit of research into what happened after he got out of jail you remember he got a eight week uh jail sentence which he only say something like he uh committed crimes against nature yeah six crimes against nature yeah and six counts of animal cruelty um he also had to pay for the vet bills he did he was sentenced for eight weeks and he only ended up doing six and then he was released from jail probably on good behavior but there's no goats in jail so yeah i guess so um or well oh, i know goat news next might week. do a bit of research on that barnaby might be in there he's a bit feisty isn't he um so after jail he unbelievably moved in with the owner of the goat moved into her home all right okay normal so far um, and he moved in to form a real sensual relationship with the goat, and he paid the owner of the goat $3,455 in relationship rights on top of $800 a month rent. Wait, did he sleep in a bed with this goat? They were in separate rooms to begin with, and she's allowed them to share a room, but in different beds. <laughs> this is fucking stupid, man. Where did you find this information about the goat Jagger and his later life after jail? This was on Huffington News. Oh, yeah, the reputable source that's fucking <laughs> Huffington News. Do you, know, do you know what? I personally would never get with somebody that had it off of an animal. Screw that shit. No one's getting with it. He didn't shag a goat, and then she got with him. This is the, the wife. This is the owner of the goat in humans. He's not interested in humans at all. He just wants animals, Sam. 
Yeah, he's not he's not interested in humans. Mm-hmm. I remember when he was with his first girlfriend, he he tried to agree with her that he would have sex with her bull in her bed. Do you remember that? Yeah, he tried to make a deal. Yeah. Well, they they, they were in separate rooms, and um, I think recently she's allowed them to basically just do as they please as long as the goat's happy. So, wait a minute. What What is she getting out of this? Why has she agreed to this? Well, you know, she spends a lot of time with the goat. She looks after it and milks it and stuff, and so I suppose she... <laughs> you, you, know, you know you're just making this bollocks up, don't you? Oh. Right. Things you shouldn't bing? If you agree that everything you say is bullshit, then yeah, we can move on. How many have you got, Lewis? Uh, I've got four. Same here, mate. What's yours? Okay, my first one. Uh, how do you dispose of a human body? <laughs> <laughs> I've got one quite close to that. Best place to hide a body. <laughs> it's a bit weird that we've got the same one. Show me Uranus. <laughs> you would quickly regret Googling that. How do I get illegal drugs through an airport? <laughs> no, you can do that. That's fine. Okay. What do Jimmy Savile and Gary Glitter have in common? How do I wake a baby up after shaking it? Oh, for f- right, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> how did we get the last, the, the, like, the worst one last? That's how I planned it, man. I wanted to shock you right at the end. <laughs> Seriously, man, though, how do you wake up a baby after shaking it? <laughs> that is awful. Things you should never bing, bing, bing. Right, are you ready for my letter then, guys? Yep. Dear game. Do you want to explain what that is, why? It's a UK uh, video game retailer. Hello, how are you? I am fine. I like games, including Fable, Halo, and all the other ones. You have always made me very happy game, mainly within the penis department. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this was supposed to be retro. That is retro. He's talking about his penis. I have always liked all of the games that you provide. Although the other day, I became very disappointed. All of them. Yeah, every single one. All of them. That is nice of you. (laughs) Right, can I continue? I was legging it through your website the other day when I came across Destiny the Limited Edition. (laughs) (laughs) What? That is a fucking ridiculous sentence. Legging it. (laughs) Yeah, so you were scrolling mega fast. (laughs) Yeah, just legging it through their website. Right, let me carry on. To my disappointment... It was fucking expensive, son. (laughs) Did you say son? Son. (laughs) This in turn forced me to order the game that I dearly wanted from fucking Amazon, mate. And no one shitting wants that, (laughs) uh, even on their birthday. Me too, actually. So, game, even though you used to give me so much pleasure in the past and our relationship used to clearly be something really special, I feel it is time that we go our separate ways. You sadly just don't fulfil my needs anymore. And I have fucking needs. <laughs> right. Please, game, kindly shut the door behind you when you get the fuck out. <laughs> get out of where? <laughs> it's not me, it's you. I miss you already, you fucking cheating cunt. Oh, the impulses. <laughs> it's not me, it's you. You're I wish they'd just give me prices that Amazon give me. You know, they're clearly fulfilling my needs more. Or get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, or get the fuck out. <laughs> Did you like that, yeah? Yeah. Um, right, do the jingle for me then, Warren. I'm not begging, I'm just asking. <laughs> Lovely. Come on, Sam, do something to entertain us. I'm, uh, I'm just cooking the squirrel, squirrel you know. It's, it's good eating, the squirrel. They good out shot it with a shotgun, kind of blew his 
kind of blew it to bits, but as long as you don't get the metal bits in your mouth, you, it tastes all right, you know, just bung a few bits of deer in there, or maybe a rabbit, and you got a good thing. Now, excuse me, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to bang my sister after this, because, um... Sam, what are you doing? Um, I'm from Virginia, you see, boy. Well, oh. I smoke tobacco all day long, I'm about 18 stone, I drink whiskey all the time, and, uh... I have sex with a goat. You're just going to keep on going, aren't you? Edit, just so you know, uh, I have taken out Sam's Indian accent. Not because it was too broken for me to use, but because it was far too racist. <laughs> no, if you don't like the Indian accent or the, um, or the American accent, I can do, okay, a Russian. Because you're not Russian, because you kind of got Russia, you drink the vodka, you shag the bear. You know, all women, they're so hairy, they, they, they're kind of bearish, so, you know. <laughs> but when you, when you go to Russia, there's a few things you've got to do. You've got to drink the vodka, and then you've got to, uh, you've got to have sex with uh, at, least, at least one Russian bear, as we call them. Uh, I think the Americans call them whales. <laughs> I think the Americans call them whales, you know, where they're really fat. But America kind of has it better, because theirs are just fat, as are fat and hairy. I can't believe he's saying this. But, you know, I went out the other day to, to the shop to buy more vodka, because I don't know if you've ever been to Russia, but we have entire stores dedicated to different types of, uh, different types of vodka. So as I was walking, as I was walking, you know, shotgun in hand, shotgun in hand, uh, walking the bell along the... Said it twice. Well, yeah, I'm Russian. <laughs> I've had I've had a little bit of vodka while I've been talking. You know, I've shot it about eighteen pints. You've shot it eighteen pints. Do you not understand Russia? I mean, you've got to come to Russia sometime. You know, you just sit there, pour a pint of vodka, drink it, pour a pint of lava vodka, drink it. Our water is so shit. It is so <laughs> shit that you have to drink. That you have so to. Yeah, it's so shit. It's horrible. It's absolutely really horrible. So what you've got to do when you're off in Russia is you've got to you've got to drink vodka. So we have vodka on the cornflakes, because uh, we don't have no milk. So all the cows are bought up on vodka, you see, so it's kind of acidic. So what you've got to do is you've got to, you've got to pour the vodka over the cornflakes, and then with your coffee, you have vodka. Then when you even just have a glass of water, you, you add vodka. Because that, that's what you're doing, Josh. Do you not do that in England? Do you not add, like, whiskey? I mean, I've heard all about your Scottish people, you know, the ginger-haired people, the big beards and the kilts and, you know, the little dresses that they wear with a with big dangly bit down in front. You know, I've heard that they just only sit there. <laughs> they just only sit there? Yeah, that's true. That's true, Russian bear, man. But, yeah, as I was saying, I, wa- I was walking to the shop to buy some more vodka. I had my bear on leash. Because, you know, you have the bell on the leash. I have my shotgun in my hand. You know, the automatic. You know, you get given them. As soon as you come out of school, you get the choice between AK-47 and uh, shotgun. Obviously, you know, if you want to actually hit something, you go for the, uh, you go for the shotgun. Because they're a little bit more accurate, you see. But, uh, yeah, I was going down to the shop and this big old hairy woman jumps out in front of me. Oh, shit, man. What did you do? I didn't know oh, what to no. do. I didn't know whether to shoot her with the shotgun or set the bell on her. But she, she jumped out and said, Grr, 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 I want to have it off with you. I was panicked by this. Well, yeah, I imagine you were. So I yeah. took another sip of the vodka yeah. and she actually started to look better. <laughs> that's, that's win-win then. So. <laughs> yeah, that's good. So, so you know, we, we started with the kinky stuff, you know. She's so hairy. She's so hairy, I thought I was shagging my bear. <laughs> <laughs> but you weren't. Oh, no, I was. I was shagging the bear. The bear was better than her. I started drinking the vodka. The bear got more attractive. You're seriously not seeing Russian women. They're so bad, you still drink the vodka. 18 pints of vodka later, and they still look fucking horrible. And the bear sat there looking like he's in a bikini. 
So you kind of just got to go with the bell on this one. Okay, you need to change accent now, Sam, because I feel like you're bullying the Russians. Some of them are quite good, you know. I can do, like, partially the Irish accent, but I kind of end up going into Scottish every now and again. But I quite like doing the Irish accents, you see, because it's fast, it's grand, it's nice. And when you see an Irish woman, it's always funny to try and trick them into thinking you're Irish, because a lot of the time you actually can. And to, to, to be honest to all you Irish people out there, I love you to pieces, but fucking Jesus Christ. There is nothing better than a horny Irish girl. And if you can't find a horny Irish girl, then the sheep are pretty good. The Welsh tortoise, as you say. But um, oh, I kind there of has just... been so many racist slurs in this. I, I, love, I love Ireland. I've been over there. But when you're over in Ireland, basically all you do is drink. And if you don't drink, then you don't look Irish. And they've got about 10 pubs just on one set of high street. They've got a pub next to a pub next to a pub next to a pub. Sounds and it's like kind of... Oh, no, trust me. Trust it. Oh, Russian. It's a... <laughs> I lose the Irish accent every now and again. It's a real pain in the ass. Scottish ain't too bad either. Scottish is like you just talk as if it's all up top of your throat, you see. Because, you know, shagging haggis all day and eating like shit really takes... Yeah, you know, it's made Wait. out of goods. It's made out, it's made, it's made out of goods, liver, but you don't want to eat it. So you kind of just make a little hole in it with your fingers and warm it up a bit. And it's quite fun, you know, because you're just going back and forwards. It's kind of like what they call a fleshlight. But um, <laughs> but you kind of just, you kind of just fuck the shit out of it. <laughs> and when you don't, when you don't want it, you just feed it to somebody. You just give it to the dog. It doesn't really fucking matter. That thing don't know what it's bloody eating, does it? But have you seen our cows up in Scotland? I don't mean the big hairy woolly beast with the fucking horns. I mean our women. <laughs> okay, thanks for that, Sam. I asked you to entertain us and you definitely delivered. Okay, thank you everybody for listening to the podcast. Um, I've had to cut out a lot in this podcast and I'm really sorry that it's quite short. It was actually two hours and about 40 minutes of recording altogether. And I only managed to get out about 40 minutes. So hopefully in the next podcast, which will be coming out for season three, will be much better than this podcast, obviously. Uh, it'll have more jingles, it'll have more content, and we'll definitely have some new features for you. So I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Opium Pulses podcast. Come back to Anytime is good for you. Listening to the OC Podcast. The music was written and performed by Marie Dance. Come back next week. Romery! Have a show, Romery! With nobody! To warm my arm. Oh, <laughs> I do, I do. I go into the old British accents, you see. When I bet we he accents with... himself to sleep some night. It keeps me company, you see, because it reminds me of how much of an idiot I am. This is this is the biggest dickhead British accent you will ever find, sir. Maybe a little bit. There is a moonlight. <laughs>
One of the richest men in the world is the Duke of Westminster. That's the most uh, boring fact I've ever heard in my life. Turn it off. <laughs>